Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Just a wee message to say thanks for listening to Nightfalls. I hope we've helped you get to sleep and transported you to some magical places in the process. Have you had any dreams about Nightfalls? Or any of the magical stories? I'd love to know about them, if so. Anyway, enjoy the tale, and I hope you sleep well tonight. Come, warm your hands beside the campfire. As we hear of the summer's afternoon, Anna set aside her to-dos and opted to tend to her garden instead. As someone with a green thumb myself, I can relate to just how therapeutic tending to the land can be, particularly when one realises that sometimes all a plant really needs to flourish is a little conversation and some kindness. Before we tuck in to tonight's tale, here's a word from our valued sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. On a sunny morning in late September, Anna stood at her kitchen window and looked out at her garden. A cup of tea 
cradled in her hands. A scattering of dewdrops were still visible on the grass, glittering like tiny diamonds. The last of Anna's flowers were blooming, and the apple tree was heavy with fruit. Autumn must surely be on its way. Anna had taken a day off work to catch up with paperwork and other chores. She dropped the children off at school and had every intention of making a start on her to-do list. But the garden looked so inviting and she couldn't resist taking herself outside. With a cup in her hand, she walked over to the bench which caught the morning sun. She sat in the middle of the bench, closed her eyes and lifted her head to feel the sun on her face. It was surprisingly warm, especially for the time of year. There was no hint of autumn in the air at all. Instead, there was a delightful feeling of a warm, sunny day ahead. One more day of summer before autumn arrived. A gift from Mother Nature. The gentle sound of birds came from the trees behind Anna. She imagined the birds chatting to each other and discussing their plans for the day. What would it feel like to be a bird with nothing better to do than fly from tree to tree? To soar ever upwards and catch a breeze, letting it take you wherever it was going. And later, to perch on a branch and sing just for the sheer joy of singing. To spend a day doing just whatever you felt like doing. Anna smiled and opened her eyes. She couldn't be a bird for the day, but she could do the next best thing. She decided there and then to leave all her chores behind for the day. No paperwork, no housework, and no surfing the internet for things she didn't need. As she drank the rest of her tea, she planned to spend the day pottering around her garden, enjoying the last of the beautiful summer flowers and doing a few gardening jobs. Thinking about flowers brought something to Anna's mind. She wondered if, just maybe. She stood up and walked to the flower bed at the other side of the garden. It was where she planted her sunflowers every year. 
It was the best place in the garden to catch the most sun. To see the line of tall sunflowers lifting their beautiful heads to the sky year after year always filled Anna's heart with joy. It was like bringing the sunshine right into her garden. Yet there was one sunflower which hadn't bloomed this year. The other flowers at its side had put on a brilliant display with their red petals tinged with yellow. But the one at the end of the row hadn't opened. It had grown as tall as its fellow flowers and had received as much sunshine as the others. But its petals refused to open and Anna couldn't understand why. But, feeling ever hopeful, she walked towards the row of sunflowers and gazed upon the one at the end. Alas, its petals were still unfurled. The heads of the other sunflowers were beginning to dip a little, as though they were taking a bow after putting on an amazing floral performance for Anna. And now they were ready to step back into the wings. Anna shook her head. It wasn't the flower's fault. It hadn't got off to the best of starts. It had been the last seed in the packet and had lain forgotten on a shelf in the greenhouse. And later on, for some unfathomable reason, Anna had put it in a pot which already held tomatoes. Not only that, she'd planted it at the wrong time of year too. It was only when the stalk started to grow that she recognised it as a sunflower plant and had quickly transplanted it into the sunflower bed. Thankfully, it had thrived there and was soon just as strong and sturdy as its neighbours. However, when the other sunflowers had bloomed, that one hadn't. Day after day, Anna had cast hopeful looks at it. She'd even taken to talking to it a little. Not loud enough to concern her postman, should he call by with the delivery, but loud enough to give encouragement to the bashful plant. Talking to the plants wasn't something she'd ever considered doing, but when Anna had moved into her home years ago, she'd had an interesting conversation with her new neighbour, Carol. Anna was concerned about the huge garden which came with her house and didn't know where to begin with it. Carol suggested Anna talk to her garden and get to know it. Anna had politely smiled at her words, but decided having conversations with plants wasn't something she'd be doing any time soon. But Carol didn't have any such qualms, and over the garden fence, 
Anna often heard her neighbor not only talking to her plants, but singing to them too. And it paid off. Carol's garden was an absolute oasis full of bountiful shrubs, blooming flowers, fragrant herbs, and an abundance of fruit. Whenever a passerby commented on the richness of her garden, Carol would give them a wide smile and say it's because she talked to all her plants. Despite that, Anna still hadn't been tempted to converse with her plants. That changed when her children came along. Isaac and Chloe soon became aware of Carol's chatty conversations with her garden, and when she told them why she was doing it, Anna's son and daughter soon began to talk to the budding flowers in their garden too. Not only did they talk to the many plants, they also sang, whistled, performed dances, and even told wonderfully childish jokes, which were followed by peals of laughter from the giddy pair. And it worked. Her garden flourished. Anna thought it was perhaps down to the quality of the seeds she'd bought, or the rich soil which she'd regularly fed with a generous amount of plant food. It was possible the sun had perhaps shone more brightly on her corner of the world. But maybe, just maybe, it was because Isaac and Chloe talked to the gardens so often. Anna liked to think it was the latter. She always felt her spirits lift when her little ones talked to her. So why wouldn't her garden? With some cajoling from her children, Anna eventually started talking to her garden too. Not all the time. Just now and again when it was needed. And in a calm hand quiet manner. And now, looking at the unopened sunflower in front of her, Anna thought it could do with some words of encouragement. Good morning, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Looks like this could be the last day of summer. If you don't mind, and it's not too much trouble, would you consider opening up, maybe just a little, but only if you want to. I think you'd enjoy feeling the sun on your petals. She gave the flower a swift nod and a thank you before walking away. Anna took her empty cup into the kitchen and placed it in the sink. The washing up could wait. She put her floral gardening gloves on and collected her sacateurs before heading back outside. She surveyed the area to see what needed attention. The lawn had been recently mowed, 
so that didn't need doing. And the spring bulbs had been planted a few weeks ago. She was looking forward to seeing the hardy snowdrops appear in February. She always thought those little flowers were like the first act in nature's magnificent annual show. The white plants would rise through the soil and display their delicate beauty whilst the daffodil and tulip bulbs slumbered in their cosy soil beds for just a little longer. She took a few moments to appreciate the sounds of the gloriously sunny day. Lawnmowers hummed through the grass in her neighbor's gardens. Gardening shears snipped and clipped at plants. Wind chimes tinkled in a light breeze. There was a low chatter of familiar voices talking and laughing with each other. Anna strolled around her garden with the pleasant warmth of the sun on her head and back. She stopped next to a Budlia tree. The last of its purple blossoms had almost faded, but its delicate scent lingered in the air. A red admiral butterfly alighted on a leaf and rested there. Anna was transfixed by the beauty of it. So still and peaceful, and in no hurry to fly off again. The Budlia tree was ready to be pruned, but Anna had no wish to disturb the resting butterfly, so she moved on to another part of her garden. She walked along the winding stone path, taking in the assortment of colourful blooms on either side of it. The red of the roses mixing with the tall, yellow lilies. The orange marigolds sitting alongside the small forget-me-nots. Orange, yellow and red poppies swaying slightly in the wind, as though in a silent dance with each other. Anna knelt at the side of a lavender pot, the flowers were starting to fade and needed trimming back. A fluffy bumblebee hovered over the plant before slowly descending on one of the remaining blossoms. Not wanting to interrupt the bee, Hannah straightened up and walked away. Unable to resist, she looked over her shoulder at the line of sunflowers just in case there was something to see. But no, the flower at the end remained unopened. Maybe it wasn't going to bloom this year. If so, there was nothing Anna could do about it. Nature knew best. The garden path took her towards the greenhouse. Along the way, she looked at the decorated stones on the ground which her children had painted. There were bright images of ladybirds, butterflies, rainbows, 
and lots of flowers. And a T-Rex, which Chloe had painted when she was going through her dinosaur stage. Anna opened the door to the greenhouse and stepped inside. It was almost tropical and she imagined herself on a holiday in an exotic location. It was an enticing thought, but being in her garden on such a beautiful day was the only place she wanted to be. She looked at the peppers she'd grown from seed and noticed they were ready for picking. Her herb pots had done very well that year and had given her an abundance of leaves. It would be a good idea to cut some and pop them in the freezer. Perhaps she could put some basil on her lunchtime salad. Anna would have made a start on those delightful tasks if her attention hadn't strayed to the stripy deck chair in the corner. When she'd put it there the previous week, she'd assumed it wouldn't be needed again that year. But standing there in a ray of sun streaming through the window, she knew she couldn't let this day go by without sitting in the chair one more time. The peppers and herbs could wait. She put the secateurs down and took her gardening gloves off. She placed them on the potting shelf and then carried the deck chair outside. She placed it in the shade of an ash tree and settled herself into it. She closed her eyes and let the soothing sounds and smells of nature fill her senses. Sweet perfume from the roses mingled with the unmistakable scent of freshly mown grass. The wind whispered as it travelled through the trees. Birds sang and bees buzzed. Comforting familiar sounds came from her neighbours as they went about their day. It sounded like most of them were out in their gardens too. Anna fell into a delightful drowsiness and was soon asleep. She woke a short while later feeling extremely relaxed. She laced her hands behind her head and looked at the patches of sky visible through the leaves above. Puffs of white cloud came into view for a while before moving on. A person could spend all day lost in the beauty of the sky. Anna gazed upwards for a few more minutes before her thoughts returned to the sunflower at the other side of the garden. Perhaps it had opened since she last checked it. She left the deck chair where it was in case she felt the need to take another nap later on. 
she casually walked over to the flower, as if just passing by. Had it opened? She soon discovered it hadn't. It looked just the same as before. But wait, was it her imagination, or had the flower's head lifted a little, as though it was searching for the sun? Maybe it had, or maybe she was imagining it. Anna resolved to leave the sunflower alone for the rest of the day. She spent the next few hours happily tending to a variety of tasks. The buddleia tree was pruned. The lavender plant was trimmed. Herbs were harvested, and most of them were stored in the freezer. She stopped at midday for a delectable salad composed of home-grown tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, and lettuce, with the addition of a few basil leaves. Yet, despite her best intentions, Anna did wander by the sunflower to check on it now and again. But to no avail, the petals remained tightly closed. The sun dipped a little lower in the sky, reminding Anna that the days were drawing in. As much as she loved the coziness of autumn and winter, she wanted to hold on to this bit of summer for as long as she could. An idea came to her. It would be the perfect end to the day. She paid a visit to the shed before going into the house to collect certain items. She then arranged them around the garden. Before long, it was time to collect her children from school. As they arrived home, Anna took them straight into the garden. Chloe, who was the youngest, was immediately captivated by the decorations around the garden. It's magic, she whispered. What happened to the garden, Mum? Summer magic, Anna replied with a smile. It looks good, Isaac admitted. What's for dinner? Anna led them around the garden, pointing out the many fairy lights which were entwined around the trees, waiting to be turned on at dusk. She showed them the barbecue filled with coals, which would soon be lit, and filling the air with mouth-watering aromas. Shells collected from their recent trip to the beach had been placed along the curving path of the garden. Summer toys were placed invitingly on the lawn, along with a large blanket, complete with cushions. It would be the perfect place to relax and watch the darkening sky as the first stars appeared that evening. Bowls of freshly cut summer fruits were on a small table at the side of the blanket, 
waiting to be eaten by her children, who always seemed to be hungry. Anna asked Isaac and Chloe to sit on the blanket and tell her all about their day. Chloe sat down and then immediately stood back up. She was looking intently at something. Mum, how did you get that sunflower to open up? Did you use summer magic on that too? Anna looked at the line of sunflowers. The one which hadn't opened all season was now fully open. Anna and her children walked over to the stunning sunflower and stood there transfixed by its beauty. Its large, vibrant red petals were spread outwards as though warmly welcoming the afternoon sun. Each petal was tipped with bright yellow. It seemed to be standing a little taller than the other sunflowers. It was the most spectacular sunflower Anna had ever seen. And it had been well worth waiting for. The family stayed in front of the beautiful bloom for a while longer, appreciating its loveliness before moving back to the blanket on the lawn. They sat down and spoke about their favourite parts of summer. Fresh, sunny mornings with the whole day ahead of them. Hot, lazy afternoons basking in the warmth and endless summer nights when the sky never turned truly dark. All the while, the red sunflower stood proudly in its patch of sun, catching every last ray. It had opened in its own time and at its own pace. Anna left her children to their fruity snacks and returned to the sunflower. She said softly, Thank you. A breeze caught the edge of the sunflower, causing its head to dip a little. It was almost like it was saying, You're welcome. Once the children had been put to bed, Anna couldn't help but be drawn out into the garden once more. She slipped a blanket around her shoulders, though she hardly needed it, and glided her feet into her slippers. She opened the door and stepped silently out onto the wide slabs of the patio. She slipped into the stripy deck chair and leant all the way back to turn her face towards the sky. The air was cool, but was still somehow tinged with summer. The faint scent of campfire perfumed the air, and Anna took a big, deep breath. She curled her feet underneath her 
and bathed in the quiet of the evening. Thanks to the long days, it was not long past dusk, and the sky was still blue on the precipice of moving towards inky black. The longer she gazed at the unblemished blue, the more stars began to appear. Anna saw the first three appear in their triangle formation, glinting sleepily, as if they had just woken up. A slow satellite drifted across the sky. The garden was bathed in dusky darkness, but Anna could still smell the flowers and watch the gentle sway of the lupins and poppies. They moved on a breeze undetectable to Anna. She pulled the blankets tighter around her shoulders, not due to cold, but due to it making her feel cozy, safe and protected, which she was. This was her sanctuary, summer, autumn, winter or spring, day or night. This was the season for her to bask in the beauty of her garden and reap the rewards of the previous seasons of care, hard work and attention. She looked forwards to more playful sunny days and quiet still nights like this one. <laughs>